I, I love the premise of this show. Smart people talking about dumb shit. I think, I think it's dumb people talking about, about smart, smart shit. Oh, we go where we not supposed to go, baby. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Charlamagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Back for another week of Brilliant Idiot. This uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. There are no hidden fees or price hikes, and all websites are optimized for mobile. And it's so simple. Start with a design template and use drag-and-drop tools to make it your own. Head to squarespace.com idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase. Let's start the show. Hezzy! What's up, baby? Mm. 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 I need a sip of water too. Mm. Fucking there over here choking. <laughs> Ate that goddamn protein protein cookie before we started the show, man. Shit. How was your week? <laughs> we I had to walk up four flights of stairs. I know, I know. The elevator. We gotta get the elevator fixed. You know, it's uh some things that we gotta we gotta figure out over here, man. How was your week, man? Dude, I had a crazy takeout the other day. What you mean? Like food? Yeah. What you mean crazy? What, what what kind of takeout? Sugandis. I had <laughs> Yo, I've been getting God all week, y'all. I'll tell you something about brilliant yeah. listeners, man. Because I've be, like, been getting God all week. Like, I've been getting God all week. Yo, somebody got me at the Mental Wealth Expo so no! crazy. No! So fucking crazy, No! What oh, man. Because, you know, it's at the Mental Wealth Expo, so he come up yeah. to me, we talking. We talking about something, something. And he goes, yeah, man, I, I tried to get in touch with, um, he said, I, I know, he said, I met one of your interns named uh, Licker. I'm like, Licker? Look at who? Come on. I know. That was so obvious. He was like, look at these. <laughs> no, but that's fucked up because at the Mental Health Expo, like, everybody's being vulnerable. You want to be there for them. So you trust everything they yeah. say. The comedy show, bro. Oh, my God. You know what I realized, man? I realized that people Men- have been listening to me so long. They know I don't take too much serious. Yeah, yeah. They know I would much rather laugh than anything. Yeah. And so most conversations are that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually uncomfortable when the conversation's way <laughs> too deep. There's yeah. nothing we can't talk about that you're not going to tell me a joke can't come out of this in some way, shape, or form. Fair enough. Fair enough. And he got me. He was like, look at these nuts. In front of people? Or it was just it one was on me one? and my wife for security. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> oh, that's fire. And all I could do is laugh, man. You know what I'm saying? So salute to him. And the dude, oh, I, I, I had my dude from Hip Hop DX, too. I think his name's Jeremy. Look that up, Taylor. Jeremy from <laughs> Hip Hop DX, the white dude. He got me on the red carpet or the, or the green carpet of the BET yeah, Award. Yeah, I remember you telling me. But that. yeah, they, they, this shit is epidemic. Like, this shit is not new. Yeah. Why are y'all acting like these jokes are new? No, but it's back. It's definitely back, it's man. Back, it's back, And I'm glad back. it's back. I used to so be good at it. I'm not good at that shit. I'm not good at catching it, and I'm not good at doing it. Because you were too excited when you do it. I'm going to just start doing it. Fuck it. What do you mean? I'm going to be like, man, you heard Drake do album? And somebody be like, nah, Drake D's nuts. Just because. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I need to get my get back. Man. <laughs> you know how fucking beat me up out here with this shit. Yeah, that's my guy. That's him right there. That's oh. No, not him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's him. Jeremy. That motherfucker got, that motherfucker got me he good. Got good huh? Oh, my God. We need he that video. We need that video. Nah, he got me good. He got me good. What else happened this week, man? You tell me about the uh, the Mental Health Expo. Oh, the Mental Health Expo is amazing. Mental Health Expo is amazing. My third annual Mental Health Expo, man. It's salute to my guy, Carson Daly. You know, Carson. He came through? Yeah, Carson was there. Me and Carson opened it up. You know, Carson is a big mental health advocate, man. And, you know, he deals with anxiety and depression and, you know, grief, you know, because he lost his parents really young. Mm. And it's just like, 
the beautiful thing about the Mental Wealth Expo and what I tell people when they ask me what do I want people to learn from the Mental Wealth Expo is simple. I want you to learn early what I learned late, mm. you know, and I just want you to get started on your healing journey. That's all it's for. It's literally we have a bunch of panels all throughout the day. We got breakout rooms for people to go do yoga and meditation, stuff like that. We got a bunch of different booths with a bunch of different resources. Mm. And the best part about it is free. And I don't give a fuck what nobody said, man. If you say that you want to provide a service to the community and you say you're giving something to the community and you want people to learn about a certain thing, find a way to do it for free, especially if you already got it. Mm. If you already eaten and you tapped in, you know, with different corporations and things like that, how come you can't find a way to get services to these people for free? Yeah. So, you know, I can't wait until next year and just not even just next year. Me and Styles P was talking about this because Styles P was on one of the panels too. He was on the, uh, the, 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 the healing in the spotlight panel. Okay. You know, just different people who are in the industry who are trying to heal in the spotlight. And we were talking about how like, we got to start bringing this to the people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he got like pharmacy for life and juices for life. So now you bring like two therapists to juices for life, pharmacy for life. And you just tell people in the community to come. Mm. Just pull up, you know, because nine times out of 10, all you just need somebody to talk to and, you know, get you, get you started on the right path. So absolutely. And what's I his think- pharmacy for life? I never heard that one. Pharmacy for life. He got juices for life, which is just the juice. Yeah, no, no. Pharmacy for life is herbs and oils and... Oh, so natural homeopathic natural. medications. What? What the fuck? Why he got to be all that? <laughs> <laughs> this what? What's up, man? He's a little bit of a homeopath, if you ask me. I don't know. <laughs> the guy's a little bit of a homeopath. I mean, Styles P, your favorite rapper's favorite, favorite rapper. rapper. I'm just saying, man. He, oh. he likes. There was what? a time in my life I used to listen to D Block, and I just used to want to stab somebody with something sharp. That's yo. fire, bro. You I'm know glad. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, had to, I couldn't listen to fucking the locks back. I had to stop. What I'm was like, the yo. song that made you want to be most violent? Oh my god, um, the one uh, da, 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 "Breathe Easy," "Breathe Easy." Uh, with, with Jada's like, um, now if you know Jay, I never been a brother to front. I be in LA wearing any colors I want. Oof. Rock guns like shirts Glock under the pump, and huh. I put something hot in any one of you chumps. Huh. And I know a few of you wanna get my watch, but it'll be a funeral if you get my watch. There ain't huh. nothing you can do to stop the lock. Well, run up in the gun shop, cop the top shelf. Oof. The crack game is dead. All they want is weed now. Bitches that I went to school with a C now. You know Jay, cocky ball head, light brown. Something, something, man. My game look like something, something. To all you little jaders for the thousandth time, I don't recall. Something, something to write in your rhymes. And even if you did see me coming in and out of your house, there's no way she can have a baby out of her mouth or some shit like that. <laughs> That's a fire bar. <laughs> that shit was a fire bar. It, it was just man. so finesse with it. Just make you want to cut something, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Taylor, let's play your little game. Because we want to play a, a game? little game, man. What is it? By any memes, nece- by all memes necessary? Man, let's just get to it, man. Did you listen to Drake's album? Um, Not in its entirety. Pieces of it. Did you listen to Drake's album, Alex? I got through half. Okay. It's pretty long. We don't have to listen to a whole album to judge it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thoughts? I mean, I was saying this on flagrant, like the pressure of being on the top is you have to be number one or it's a failure. 
every single time. There's only one direction you can go. That's an insane amount of pressure to be for about a decade. He's going to be number one. 450,000 souls. Of course he's going to be number one. But I think what happens is when people are on top, we start looking for reasons why they shouldn't be. And when people are coming up, we start ignoring the reasons why they're not on top and looking for reasons why they should be. So it's a way more difficult position to be on top because it needs to be perfection because everybody's looking for the little cracks. Yeah. They're looking for what's wrong with it. So I think a lot of people are going out there and they're like, okay, why is this song not good enough? Why does this one suck? If he was a new artist that just dropped this album, everybody would be like, yo, it's, this it's a good dude album. is next. So, yeah, I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little hesitant. Now, most people don't understand that pressure because they've never been in that situation. Never been good at shit. Exactly. <laughs> so it's easy for them to just knock, right? Because Absolutely. they don't know what it's like to be on top. Mm. And also, when you're on top, you can't cry about it. Right? Because and, nobody relates to you at all. There's five people that ever been on top. That's right. And it's easy for you to knock because you've been tired of seeing this person win for so long. Now, let me tell y'all what I've learned about myself, and I have to talk to my therapist about this. Let's do it. Something's talk to totally me about wrong it. with me. Okay, in what way? Because I've been consistently hating on Drake for 13 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not 13 years. It was hate in the beginning. Then it became fair criticism, you know, in the You're, and, like, and, and you're like Eileen. Years. Huh? I lean back so you get something <laughs> on this. <laughs> got him. God damn, you got even. <laughs> oh, that, was in there. Good, bro. that was good. That was sitting in there good, bro. You know what gave me that one? Your shoes were silly. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I think I could do something with lean. I lean? Oh, oh God. God. Okay, go, go, go. Here's my thing. Uh, Damn, bro. Now that everybody is criticizing Drake's album the way I feel like I've always criticized it. You want to defend him? I have. I've, I'm like, no. I feel like the criticism is unfair. That's what, that, I, <laughs> Devil's advocate to die. Devil's I, advocate I can't even help die. It. This is how I really feel. Yes. I'm looking at all of this and I'm like, I feel like this criticism is unfair because to your point, this is just another Drake album. He could have titled this album more of the same. So what is different? <laughs> what is different than this? What he's giving you now than mm -hmm. what he gave you last year mm -hmm. with the twenty? You like savage? the last one? What happened with the certain? You made him the level biggest board? artist in the world. Come on! Even when people were saying they didn't like, honestly, never mind. Stop. Listen, I was like, yo, it's elevator music, but I didn't mean that as a diss. I meant that as if I'm in a luxury hotel like the SLS Beverly Hills and I walk in, yeah. I can hear this stuff playing. Right. You know what I mean? I can get on the elevator and hear this album playing. I actually like ties that bind. From honestly, never mind. I actually like Sticky. From honestly, never mind. Mm. I can say that wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. So all I'm simply saying is, why? Where were y'all when I was hating on Drake 13 years ago? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> where were y'all when I was hating on Drake? Honestly, 13 years I'm ago? more concerned about all the people you celebrate. No, <laughs> <laughs> if Charlotte's riding for you. It might be a problem, bro. <laughs> it really might be a problem. Are you liking all these people just to be different? No, I'm not. I do think that this criticism is unfair because I don't know. It's, it's, it's everything you said. This guy's been on top for so long yeah. that people are just... And, and by the way, it happens to everybody in any industry. Human beings don't like when someone's in charge or someone's on top. We for, have a natural, for too long. Yo, we have a natural primal inclination to drag them down. I, mean, I don't. No, you. I know maybe you say you don't as an individual. I'm just saying, like, there's a reason our system of government in America, right, which was something that rejected royalty, where one person was in charge all the time. Yeah. We had a new system of government where it was like, nah, 
Someone could be in charge for a few years, and then we're going to yank that motherfucker out of power right. and put another one and yank him. And what do we do with every single president? That's right. We exalt him, and then four years later, we're like, he ain't shit. That's right. I'm still broke, right. et cetera. This is what we do. We love the underdog. We love the come up yes. story. Mm. And we even love when you come up, but don't come up too much. Oh, don't and separate. you've never yourself. seen anything like this. You've never seen a guy who's been this dominant mm -hmm. in rap for this long. The only other person that we've seen like that is Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. And y'all did the same thing to Hove. Yep. Of course. I'm 45 years old. I remember. I was there. Mm -hmm. I remember when Hove retired after the Black album. When he came back with Kingdom Come, everybody was like, oh, this shit is whack. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You need to retire. You know, Dipset was coming at him. Everybody, like, everybody had something to say about Hove. And he just put his head down and kept doing the work. Kept pushing. And I expect Drake to do the same exact thing. He's going to put his head down and keep doing the work. Now, the only criticism I think is valid, people who are saying they want something deeper. We said this last week on Brilliant Idiots. Yep. We had this conversation we last said, week we on Brilliant exactly Idiots. What does that mean, though, deeper? That's what I'm trying to understand. Like his version of a 444. No, but, no, that's not deeper, though. I would argue that that is... Mature. Evolved. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what if he's not at that stage? Exactly. He don't have a wife. Jay, he has a kid, but he don't have a wife. Maybe. He's not right? having these long-lasting, loving relationships. And he's not in his mid-40s. We're he's acting out like there knocking him down, we're at partying, yes. buying real estate, yes. making fucking TV shows. That's what the music will reflect. We're, we're, yes. We're acting like 444 didn't come out when Jay-Z was in his mid-40s. Now, a better comparison is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. But don't act like y'all were riding for that album when Kendrick dropped it. I love that album. I'm mm. on record saying that is going to go down as one of the most important albums in hip-hop history. You know what y'all said when that album came out? Oh, man, it's too deep, man. Mm. I, ain't, I ain't there yet. I'm not there yet, yo. I'm not ready for exactly. that. Exactly. That's exactly what they're going to say. Or if, you know, J. Cole puts something out, right? What's the criticism? Oh, when, when Cole, we'll see, we'll see. Cole, Cole's naming his next album The Fall Off. You know why? Because he know what y'all motherfuckers going to do. He's mm. on top of it already. He know what y'all going to do. But I'm just saying, like, there's going to be a criticism for everything. And I think it's more of a function of, like, where he is in the game. Yes. And less of a function of the art he's putting out. Yes. Right? And But here's the other thing. You can't be upset at the criticism. I mean, you can't be whatever you feel, but, like, you have you understand that is the cost of greatness. 100%. The cost of being Michael Jordan is everybody's going to be going. Magic was better. Bird was better. This guy ain't the greatest. The cost of being LeBron right now is you going. Steph is actually better. He the is exactly. <laughs> the cost, right? The cost is always people trying to say why you shouldn't be exalted and in the position that you are in. That is the cost that you have to pay when you're on top. And if you're not willing to pay that price then you won't be in that seat for a long time. You're absolutely right. And that's why when I say the criticism is unfair, it's not the criticism of the music. I think the critique of him personally and all of that is a little bit like, all right, guys, come on now. All right, but what are they saying personally? That, that he's not growing up and... Yeah. It's hanging around. Yo, you don't even care kids. if he's growing up or not. Like, I, I are you really, really sitting at home going nobody like, cares. Nobody, oh, nobody man, cares. I really, I sure wish that Drake had a loving relationship right. right now. Nobody cares. Because the second he nobody was cares. in that shit, nobody you'd be cares. like, man, you soft ass motherfucker. That's right. Here you are loving and singing. Well, Some, somebody said to me over the weekend. There are some people that are saying that. Somebody said to me over the weekend, <laughs> they said, uh, man, I ain't never seen, you know, I've never seen this kind of critique on an album. I've never seen this many people not liking an album. I said, yeah, it's because you've never seen an artist like Drake. This is the when you he's in he's he, this is rare air mm. that he's in. And what you said about Braun is absolutely right. Drake and Braun get critiqued the exact same way. Bro, and, and, and you never will appreciate either one of them because we keep comparing them to spirits. 
Michael Jordan's a spirit at this point. Yeah. Mm. Jay-Z is a spirit at this point. <laughs> you also got to, don't confuse people's addiction uh, to attention with legit criticism. Like, there are people that are addicted to attention. Come on, and, talk about it, show. And then, and then the way that they get the attention is by having the take that most people will gravitate towards. The Drake economy is real. That's of course. Me- meaning, meaning if I have a negative take about Drake, it's, it's going to get retweeted, it's going to get posted. If you go, oh my God, what a talented dude. It's amazing this guy's been on top of the game for 10 years. That's right. And the motherfucker got bars and he can sing. Nobody's clicking view. Nobody's right. clicking watch. That's the problem right. is, and maybe it's a problem, it's a good problem to have, is that once you get famous, there are views in criticizing you. And people will take those views. So you got to be careful. There are people right. that actually have legitimate claims or they just have a legitimate addiction to attention and are willing to say whatever will provide that attention. And don't question me on that because I was doing it 13 years ago. Ooh. Way before y'all decided to start hating on Drake Ooh. just for attention. I led that charge. You did it when there was no when attention. When there was no attention. Damn, you so, did it when it hey, just hurt you. When I was just doing it to fuck with people. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When <laughs> people I was were like, just, who's Drake? And you were like, exactly. You thumb with eyebrows. You know, <laughs> how you, there's three sexual orientations, gay, straight, and gay. I was doing that just to piss him off. Wow. Didn't even know the guy. You did it for the love of the game. For the love of the fucking game. Not for no views. Not <laughs> for no, no views. You just for the love of the game. Dreams. For the love of, you know what? That, for the love of the game. He looks like, you know what? Now, this is the perfect foil. Ooh. Canadian. Biracial. Hmm. Oh, this is easy work. You know, That's what you were thinking at the time. At the time. Mm. And this motherfucker grows to be the biggest goddamn rapper in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, Charlamagne. Why? By the way, by the way, and it's so funny, salute to my guys, uh, Top Dog and uh, Punch. Uh, I went to go see Scissor show um, this past Friday. And we was all in the suite. And Top was reminding me and telling my wife, remember when this motherfucker told us Kendrick wasn't a star? <laughs> I say I didn't say Kendrick wasn't a star. Well, you said he didn't look like a star. He didn't yeah. at the time. So all I'm simply saying is I'm equal opportunity across the board. It wasn't like I was just picking on people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't just picking on one individual. I had a cultural critique of everybody who was in the game at the time. Hmm. I never critiqued Cole because Cole was from the Carolinas. So you protected him. Bias like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. What's the problem here? Why? I just love how honest you are about your bullshit. It's so great. Oh, oh, oh I can't be honest about what, my bullshit. What about <laughs> it's so good? What about huh? Petey Pablo? Legend. <laughs> what, <wrong with> you? <laughs> what you talking about? I take my shirt off right now and start spinning it around my goddamn head. Okay, Petey Pablo shouted out North and South Carolina, Woo! right? Shout out to Petey goddamn Pablo. So that's really all it takes is that Drake really never shouted out the Carolinas. If he shouted out the Carolinas, you think you would have had his back? No, you know what's interesting? Debbie Dev put me on the two things. Debbie Dev put me on the Kendrick. I'll never forget it. This mm-hmm. is 2007. I don't, I don't even remember what project it was. It wasn't Section 80, it was something before that. She put me on the Kendrick. She put me on the Nipsey. She put me on the Glasses of Malone. She put me on the Bishop Lamont. Strong Arm Steady Gang. So I liked, I literally did like all of those individuals from the West Coast. But like most things, I don't know why I was wired like this back then. If I heard something get too much praise, I did not want to be involved with it. So even though I liked Kendrick a lot, when people started like praising him as the next guy and everything else, this is this is a form of attention. I'm like, yo, he 
this is a form of attention. Yep. This does not look like a star. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. But this is good that we're coming call to this. It, call it out. The mental yeah. wealth experts right. continue. Right. Right. But this is good that you're, you're having right. an honest moment. I think we all are guilty of this. You're absolutely right. Sometimes it, our our need for attention forces us to say things that maybe we don't exactly believe. It's not. It wasn't even just attention. It was just like why? Okay. It was like I like him, but come on, guys. Everybody relax. But guess what? Kendrick really was everything everybody was saying he was. Yes. And even deep down, I knew that. Yes. But there was something in me at the time that would not allow me to say it. Now, I have no problem celebrating him. Yes. Like, and, 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 and I'd say he's the greatest of the generation, period. Charlamagne. Same thing with Drake. I did this as well. Okay. With a guy named Donald Trump. And everybody had an intervention on this fucking podcast with me because you guys thought that I was actually serious. You weren't serious? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't serious? <laughs> oh, shit. Everybody was like, this guy's the worst. This guy's a Nazi. This guy's the worst human being on earth. I knew that, though. And there was a little part I of me that was like... I always say Andrew's a natural contrarian. Yes. Yeah. I always said that. I think you need to have that in your brain to be a comedian. I'm not a contrarian, though. I'm just... It's, it's really... Maybe I am, but I don't mean to be. The fact that you just what? said you're not a contrarian <laughs> after saying you're a contrarian is the most contrarian thing that's ever been said. Quite the contrary. <laughs> Quite the contrary. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so crazy? Even with Drake, I'll never I'll never forget who put me on the Drake. Who put you on? Sasha Del Valle. Wow. Salute to, to my good sister, Sasha Del Valle. This, was, this had to be 2010. And when did So Far Gone come out? No, never. I don't Huh? All right, maybe it was 2011. I just remember, I remember her letting me hear So Far Gone. Sasha liked So Far Gone so much that I refused to accept how good that music was. <laughs> I was like, he's all right. What is this? And you know the record I really loved off that album? What's that? Successful. Mm. And that other shit, uh, Brand new. Was it brand new? I think it was brand new. But my point is, being that she was so on it, and then I started hearing about this project so goddamn much. I just got that. Falls it down. I just got that. Being that, being that, Who I was, put that up there. That's good. Is that you? <laughs> no, That's no, no, good. Shoot. So being Jeff, that, being well that done, everybody Jeff. liked that project so much, I had to find something that you hated about like it. Because if you notice, what does that say about you? Listen, when you notice, when I go, when you go back to my critique, I never did like the singing though. That's a fact. I never really, I never liked the singing, but I always loved when he rapped. When you go back and you look at my early critique of Drake, it was never about music. It was about the color of his skin. That's it. You fucking you racist. waffle colored Negro. Done oh with It was never about the music. Only thing I would ever say about the music is I don't like when he sings. I like when he raps. Why be the next? Why try to be the next Trey songs when you could be the next Jay Z? Mm. That was it. Everything else was just straight insults. But now, now that you're a a mature adult mm -hmm. that has reflected on your life and your motivations and your emotions and your experiences, now how do you feel? How do I feel about who Drake? Yeah. Well, it's different now, right? Because I've got a lot more information. And first of all, I'm going to always respect consistency and longevity. Hmm. It's hard to be on my top God. for a while, man. My, no, and it's been, you've the never pressure. seen no run like this in hip-hop. The pressure. So the I'm pressure a, breaks people. That's, that's right. why you see these guys use drugs. It's not like 
it's not like they were drug addicts before a lot of times. They're coping with the anxiety of success. Yes. You see this in Hollywood. Yes. You see this in music. You see this in anything. I imagine you can see it in politics. They just have to numb themselves to the anxiety that's coming with the, the massive weight of this responsibility. Letting all these people down that, what is it called, the imposter syndrome that they might feel. Maybe they're not as good as they think that, as people think they are. And can they live up to those unrealistic expectations? And I think music- To manage that for 10 years is fucking unbelievable. Phenomenal. And I think music is therapeutic for him. And that's why even when I see him doing this type of stuff, right? I think he's doing, he's keeping it light on purpose mm. for all of those reasons that you're talking about. I think that over time, we're going to get that deep music from Drake. And then they'll hate on it. You know why it's impossible not to? Because he's really an artist. Yeah. So it's, an, it's impossible for an artist with his just, skill set yeah. to not do that eventually. I just hope, I just hope he or any artist does it when they want to do it, not when the critics are pushing them in that but show, direction. He's already done it. I know, I know. He I, was but, doing it early. I know, but yeah. he was the vulnerable emotion. That's why I was giving him shit. He was the vulnerable emotional. I think he's the most emotionally tapped in. And he was doing all that early. Yeah, yeah. It's just now, yo, maybe the industry hardened him a little bit. I guess, I, I guess what I'm saying is just like create because what you because of what you authentically want to put out, mm -hmm. not because of what the critics are saying. And I think a lot of artists, you know, that that want praise and validation often gravitate towards what the critics are saying about them and then try to satisfy that. But you're never going to satisfy them. Ever. Never. Have, the only way you could satisfy yourself is by creating authentically. And, and, if, if, and, and if, if that's what he's doing, then that's beautiful. I'm, I have Gives no a problem fuck with what anybody else says. If this is the album that you want to put out, the only time you should feel bad about an album not being well-received is if it's not the music that you want to put out. Then you feel horrible. When you're just trying to appease the critics yeah. and they still hate it, you're like, this wasn't even my shit and they still don't fuck with me? Fuck that. And you know what's so amazing about this? I heard two songs off this album. How many did you hear, Schultz? I haven't listened yet. <laughs> you haven't even listened? <laughs> Boy, who can fuck with the idiot? Okay, <laughs> the greatest, two songs. We the greatest. Two. <laughs> I heard fucking the Sexy Red and Scissor record and the goddamn record with Cole. I ain't heard shit I else, heard the record man. with Cole and I heard Bendo. Those are the only I two. don't know what the fuck that is. Bend over so you can take this ticket. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. I didn't hear that. How do I know it's not a song called Bendo? The fuck? I haven't even heard the house. You're not taking nothing serious, Taylor. He's been emotional, right? Your hair looks great like this. Thanks. What is different? I just put it up in a bun. You didn't add any? No. It looks fantastic like this. <laughs> Why not so pull the mic towards you? Why are you leaning over like that, yo? Um, okay. Him being emotional back then. Fantastic hair. Can I ask for a question? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just say thank you. I said There's thank no you. There's no guess coming with it or anything. Like Philly so, women can't take compliments. Oh they really God. can't. Unless they come with a cheesesteak. What do you mean? She lied? Yeah. Wait, you got extensions in? I lied about what? She, he's saying that it's not all your My hair was like this last week, though. So I'm assuming... I'm just it. saying the style looks great on you. Thank you. It's, You're very it's welcome. Too. It's just so cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. if he was emotional back Hater? then. But why? You asked if she added any. That's added hair. That's the deluxe version. <laughs> Can I ask my question? Yeah. You got a question? If Jake was emotional back then, 
Yeah. That wasn't deep for y'all? Like, he was talking about his emotions. I just said that. Okay, yeah. so that's, why are you saying, why are people saying I want him to be deeper if he's been deep before? Oh, they, no, they, they, he's they, moving they, away from it. Yeah, they, they got that 20 year, they thought, if, if you was like that at 20, what, what are they expecting to you be at 35, 36 years old or whatever? It's just it people looking for someone to criticize. This is bullshit. They but, don't give a fuck. but what Drake is really showing y'all is he just can make fucking music whenever he wants to make music. If, if, if he wants to, you know, Tapping in. That's the other thing that that's kind of crazy. Why are we mad that he's tapping in with younger artists? Yo, not even that. Like, you still listen to old Drake. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, old Drake yeah. comes on, you still singing, you have the concert, yeah. you singing. So yeah. it's not like you don't like that old music. You still feel whatever emotions is in the old music. I, it's, it's, it's bullshit. I guess the, you, the one critique I have is that he has such a talent for bars. Like, he spits. And it's like, I didn't get none of that. Like, he's barely rapping on this. Oh, I heard the 8 a.m. record. That's probably the 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Yeah. He rapping on that shit. Yeah, but I don't. I don't even think he, that's on the album. Yes, I think it is. He, oh, I thought he just threw that out. I don't know. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it though. No, but as I'm, I'm saying, there's, there's not much rapping on the album, and that's the thing. It's like I was looking forward to hearing him rap, and I didn't get. That. When has Drake rapped a lot on the no, album? But he'll give you both. This is like really like mainly an R&B album. Everything I heard was him rapping, and those are the three songs. You happen to hear really? the three songs of him rapping. Yeah. By the but way, you only listen to half. Yeah, because it's I can't even get through the rest. Oh, that's hate. Bro. My only critique is that he should have just gave Sexy Red that goddamn record. That shit's so hard. Which one? Hands on the knees, hands on the knees. That shit's so goddamn hard. She kills it. Adonis kills Let it. Let your pussy breathe. <laughs> Let your pussy breathe. Ooh. How do you do that? That should have just been Sexy Red and Scissors record. <laughs> How do you pussy breathe? And, and by the way, let that be Sexy Red and Scissors record. We Written just, by Drake, whatever it is, that shit is great. Are we just moving past that concept what? of pussy breathing? <laughs> you don't wear no panties. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, that's what God. it is, right, Taylor? Huh? Let your yeah. pussy breathe. I identify as a person with a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm I'm good, yo. I'm done. I'm done. I corrupted Charlotte. Yes. You know what I mean? This is crazy. I don't know what happened. Charlie went full frat boy. I don't know what's happened in, in the last fucking six months, but this guy is too much. He's too much. He just says he identifies his person with a pussy. What color is it? Is it pink? Pink. You got that pink pussy? I'm out of town. I'm talking with my rounds. <laughs> question though. If you're Drake, what do you do? Can I just ask one question? Yes. If, is your pussy holding its breath now then? Yeah. Yeah. You've heard it. You've heard it when it gasps for air. Oh, <laughs> whoa, dude! What is that? A quiff? A quiff? That's a quiff. Yes, a chief quiff. Why you say? Why you call? What you call it? A quiff. A chief quiff. A quiff. That's quiff. Why you call it quiff? Chief quiff. 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 Same thing. Just a pronunciation thing. If you're a drink, do you care about any of this criticism? No. I mean, okay. Last question, just about the pussy thing. Is <laughs> have you ever had a quiff before? Okay, is it, do you dap up your man afterwards like he did it or? No. This, what happens is this, like, especially if he's pounding it, it's just a lot oh, of. Damn. Yuck, Taylor. Taylor. God damn, your mama listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. What the you, fuck is wrong with you, sister, man? Yo, you can't say damn. he's pounding Jesus it. Christ, man, pounding your dad is alive. It? The fuck is wrong with you, Holy man? moly. Can you hear? Imagine this shit. You can't pound a pig What like the that? fuck, Taylor? 
I hope somebody send this shit to your parents. I'm not even Yo. gonna lie. That shit was wild. Yeah. We need to mark that. Yo. Yeah, that crazy. Crazy. we need to mark that. Part that is of the crazy. If he's pounding, yeah, what does that mean? Mark pounding? that so I know exactly where the time came to tell, tell his mom to listen. That was crazy. What does pounding like, even mean, though? God damn. I'm just. What is can, what is pounding it? Because I need to know if I pounded it. Jesus Christ! Usually, can you pound it from the bottom? <laughs> Started from the bottom. Now we what? queer. Can, <laughs> Wait, can you pound it from the bottom? Can I be on my back pounding it? Uh, usually this happens for me, like from the back. But. Taylor, <laughs> what you think? Give us right around the corner. Wait, How you going to explain this to your dad? Spiritual journey. So what I remember about it is that, that don't sound like a spiritual journey. That's not like you came from Pound Town yesterday. No. Yes, it does sound no, like that. Yes, it had, does. I haven't had sex in months. In months, what would you tell your dad? You should say never. I've True. never had sex. Me and my dad have real talks. Oh, do you tell him that you get pounded? Pounded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How real is the talk? I don't think it gets that Don't tell me you have real talk. That. Like, Dad, guess what? what? I got said? pounded Monday. Well, I would never. Why would you? What if he asked you? You don't say positions, do you? No. What if he's, I heard no. you on this podcast talking about getting pounded? Yeah, pounding is crazy. Pounding? Don't y'all like the sound of that? No. <laughs> I'm out of town, thugging with my rounds. My pussy pink, my booty whole brown. Uh, why do y'all do this? What's, what's the gunshots all the time? Bang, 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 bang. That's weird. Well, it's really weird that y'all do this. Why is that weird? If you're Drake, do you care? I care just enough that people are talking about it. One thing that he did I thought was interesting, he posted the criticism that he was getting for Take Care. Uh, so let me ask you, let me ask you all this question. You're a comedian, you get it. I'm a radio personality. Alex, you don't care what you put on your body because you clearly just <laughs> subscribe to your own rules. My point with, with I, what I'm saying is if you listen to the opinions of others, you won't be you. So if Drake would have listened to all of those people back then yes. telling him, you know, about take care, he wouldn't have gave you if you're reading this, it's too late. And what else came out after that? Nothing was the same. And you got to be the captain of the ship. You got to be the captain of your ship. You can't continue to listen to all of this criticism because what you, you know better than the people. Man. Yes. What can they tell you when you've been on top for 13 plus the people years? People ain't creating the music. They're riding the wave. Riding like, the fucking you wave. Before, you got to be the wave. You, you got to be the wave, not yeah. a surfer. That's you know it. what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, this week alone, and I told y'all this is going to happen last week on Idiots, the whole Billboard charts is going to damn near be Drake. Mm -hmm. I think they said 17 of the top 20 songs is going to be Drake. Bravo. And he's doing 450,000 in a week. Mm. So who are you supposed to listen to? And I'm not saying, like, I, I believe numbers don't tell the whole tale, but clearly there's people fucking with the project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So what are you, so what are you, what are you supposed to tell people? What am I supposed to tell myself? And those songs that y'all said was whack, I'm performing these shit in front of tens of thousands of people every night, and they're singing it word for word. Yeah. So who am I supposed to listen to? Yeah. I don't think people are saying it's whack. It's just they didn't get what they were expecting. Like he was What like, were you expecting? Like when you this hear This sounds like the same Drake from nah. what I heard from three songs. This sounds like the same Drake that you've been getting. Not nah, really. Like we didn't have none of those hard rap songs. Like we wanted a few of those. The shit with Cole not a hard it's rap song? Out of like he has like part, like 25 songs in this album. It's cr like it's a really long album with very little rap on it. Mm. But I think he does this intentionally because he usually He'll come with honestly, never mind, and then he'll follow it up with some super hard shit right after. He did that with Twenty One though. The Twenty One album, but, was super but that's hard what I'm shit. saying. Yeah, so it's like now I bet you the next album is gonna be 
rap, 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 rap. And then he pleases everybody. He pleases the people who like him When do you come like back? taking a year off. Do you come back immediately? Mm, I, don't I wouldn't. If I was Drake, I'd go produce Sexy Red album. I'll go executive produce <laughs> Sexy Red <laughs> project right now. What'd you say? I don't think he could um, do it, though. I feel like he likes to stay relevant. Do what? Like, take a hiatus. I, I don't know, man. But I, the, the criticism seems like it's bothering him, though. No, it doesn't. I, I've never seen him react this much to album criticism. I'm glad you brought that up, Alex. I don't think it's bothering him at all. I think I, it's marketing. I, it's all the fuck it is. Oh, you think yeah. so? And he's been around for 13 years. Yeah. He, maybe he just feels like, man, fuck y'all. Y'all been shooting at me all these years. Why can't I say something back? That's the thing I hate about people, right? We as people... Y'all talk shit. And then that person responds and you go, oh, you sensitive. You sensitive. So what are you... So, so, you sensitive. So what are we're we... About exactly. What are, what are we... Con, what are we if we're constantly talking about him and critiquing him? Are I mean, we not sensitive? Nah, but if he puts You heard that you don't like his album. That's sensitive. And by the way, Drake been doing this. Drake started... He started it with Elliot Wilson. He was actually doing it a little bit before. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He, got, <laughs> he got it Elliot. He got at me. He got it. You know, he, that's what he do, he's doing. It like it's it's, yeah. it's he, I have no problem Good with him shooting back at the people who have something to say about him. There's more clicks and views and talk about the album when he responds to somebody on yes. on oh. uh, on social media than there are when an article is written by Pitchfork or something like that. He hasn't like, put out a fucking video. That's like that's with that one 8 a.m. in Charlotte video. He hasn't put out a video for the project, no nothing. Mm. I ain't see, you ain't seen no posters, no nothing. No, you ain't even seen a digital thing that says mm. in stores, October, wherever it came out. Yeah. It was all just chatter. And and if you're tapping into the young crowd, you go do what the young motherfuckers do. Yeah. Young motherfuckers is always clapping back. Mm. Young motherfuckers always got something to say to somebody. Young people are always in the comments trolling, talking shit. He's playing the game. Okay? That's what I assume. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, my OVO check cleared. <laughs> <laughs> How much did they pay? It's good? <laughs> Ew. What? My booty hole brown. My booty hole brown. Your underwear's not brown. Your underwear probably brown after that shit. <laughs> oh, everything's good. No, I never got paid by OVO. I don't want that to be out there. But you should believe me when I'm lying. I, I, I do believe you. But not. I just don't know what's wrong with me, Schultz. <laughs> I just hope a girl said that I pounded her once in my life. Oh my I hope Damn. that a girl described it like that. I think about stuff like that. <laughs> what do you mean? I do. I think about stuff. He like pounded that. it out. Now you you hope that when oh people, my god he pounded it. You hope that when somebody's like you know watching you on TV or hearing you you know like uh, oh. like watching you on stage you hope somebody be like yo one time he got some good dick yo he pounded me yeah, out. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. like he. he Pounded me out. You just said it. I just said, said when it. I got pounded, not pounded me out. <laughs> Two different things. That's even crazier, yo. So you, you, pounded, you, got pounded, you tell your girl that you got pounded? pounded? It's crazy. I feel like I just said pounded. If I'm talking to my girls, I don't say that. In but you era, never had a guy pounded from the bottom, though? Because that I do feel like I I've done that. Yeah. Pounded from the bottom, now you quit. Yeah, no. No, no. No, 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 no. A straight pounding from the bottom. I think you could straight pound from the bottom. You just lay in your back? Get, yeah, that's, that's my best that's dick. That's so lazy. Because I got a perfect angle. You're my dick is perfect. Yo, usually y'all like know what the fuck y'all do. Lay on my back. I grab by the thighs right here. Let's rock go. Em. Rock them. Let's go. Rock them. Let's I go. Rock them. Rock them. Real question. Hop off. Nut that, on my stomach. Your dad rock is listening to this, Taylor. <laughs> rock them. Hop that off. Nut on my stomach. Taylor. I heard that, that, does, that doesn't do <laughs> anything Y'all never had a guy do that? Wait, tell me. I heard that doesn't do anything Lift you off. 
bust on the belly. What doesn't do anything for you? <laughs> never. What are you talking about? What doesn't do anything for you? When you're just rocking. What you talking mean? to the microphone, Taylor? When you're just rocking on the dick. Yes, when you rock on the dick, that's when you, you guys do... come. Rocking on the dick. Rocking on the dick. Hey, rocking on the dick. Rocking on the dick. Hey, rocking on the dick. Rocking on the dick. Hey, rocking on the dick. Rocking on the dick. Hey, pound me. Wow. That sounds like a Drake song. That's what y'all wanted for Drake? So that's what y'all wanted? That's what y'all wanted? That's the growth. That's the growth that y'all needed. Pound me. And y'all, hey, stop lying about growth. Y'all don't like growth. If y'all want, if y'all want mature hip hop, why y'all, why, why y'all ain't fucking with Michael Killer Mike album the way y'all should? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Why y'all ain't fuck with Kendrick, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers the way y'all should? They did, huh? No, they didn't. Yes, they. I know people you're hanging around. You ain't gotten pounded once to the album. How you know? What kind of trauma are you going through? She got pounded to Mr. Morales. Yeah, we're just, no, we're having deep conversation and then, you know. There is one song you probably get, you can get it off to. What's Silent yeah, Hill the, joint with the Kodak? Girl with the girl? Which one with the girl? No. I don't think about the one with Kodak. The one with Kodak. Silent Hill? Wow. It's got a cool, smooth little beat. No, but you can't pound to that. You got to do Metallica or something Who wants like that. to pound? pound? Darkness is going to hit me. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> <laughs> just crickets. <laughs> so, I don't know the Metallica, bro. You gotta listen to some Metallica. I do listen to Metallica, man. Please don't, bro. I do, bro. Metallica's like white bone thugs. I listen to Metallica. I fuck with Metallica. I fuck with Nirvana. I fuck with Def Leppard. Na name a De wait what? Name a Metallica song for what? When you know I'm lying? <laughs> Why would you ask me to do that when you know I'm goddamn lying? You know what I'm saying? Why couldn't you just let me tell the lie? Then Metallica's Yo, little meme page, Metallica's bad. Instagram page takes the clip. The yeah. old Sean may fuck the Metallica. Yo, that's and then all the Metallica bad. fans say he's I a fucking liar. I Ask him to name one song. I fucked it up. That's my that's my bad, yo. That is my bad. You do know Nirvana though. I do know Nirvana. And you know Guns N' Roses? I do know Guns N' Roses. I fuck with Axel and Axel and Slash. Hell yeah. Yeah. I fuck with them. It's another group I like too. Fucking um. Don't even try it. You're so <laughs> I know, I know. Come on, it's so bad. It's, 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 it's unbelievable how bad he is. It's, it's unbelievable how bad he is, dude. You are really a grandfather, dude. You are in full dad mode. That is unbelievable. You might as well do this shit. You might as well. Oh, hey, hey, there you go. Look, my thumb fell off. Hey, I got my thumb. That one slaps. <laughs> Two year old love that one. <laughs> the thumb, the thumb, the hiding the thumb. Yeah, slaps. Oh, let's pay some bills. Taylor. Or got your nose? You gotta do got your nose. You ever do that? My nose so big I could see it like that, so I, nobody could ever take it. They be trying to take my nose as a kid, and I just be like, nah, that's just still there. That's, I see it. I see it, pops. You were lying. It ain't take shit. <laughs> Taylor don't want us to pay no bills but Taylor I'm gonna be honest with you there's nothing in that meme shit this week that's interesting me really you don't think the Steve Harvey memes are funny I mean they're hilarious but they're just AI memes it's yeah just, I don't know if it's we could talk about they're it they're just funny shout out to the GOAT Steve Harvey and by the way it's all fun and games until you see that picture you see, oh go back to that one picture you see that not 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 the, the wiggle that one go back go back go back not the monsters go back the one we, go back the one he's like drinking the drink now, look at that picture on the right mm -hmm. where it's the bottle of Hennessy on the ground. Mm -hmm. Look at the position he's in. He's like in a plank position. Hey, yo. His head is up. Hey, yo. His mouth is open. Whoa. He's screaming. It's hey, all fun yo. and games until they AI somebody back there pounded him. 
It's all fun and games until someone's putting that British currency in you. That's what I'm telling you, man. <laughs> that was good. What is British currency? <laughs> the pound. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna explain them all. Yo. I ain't gonna explain them all, yo. Okay, I ain't okay. gonna explain them all. Yeah, this, this, yeah, this AI is too much, man. Why do people have this kind of time on their hands, yo? And what kind of weed are y'all smoking that y'all sit around and say, "Hey, I'm gonna put Steve Harvey running from monsters." <laughs> like, I'm gonna spend my Friday night making Steve Harvey. Run. And by the way, I can tell once you make one, you probably laughing so hard that you keep it going. Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, viral. I thought this shit was real. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I thought it was real, because Halloween is coming. So I thought he was doing yeah. some type of Halloween promotion. It's oh, like some, you thought he actually was part of Yeah, the, I thought it was like some yeah. Family Feud Halloween oh, promo. Oh, that's I really thought it was like some Family Feud Halloween promo. They might do some shit where they have like the werewolf family. I mean, this is hilarious. That is fucking funny as this hell. Is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Steve, Steve got to go as this for Halloween. Man, this shit is going to be scary in the future, though, because people are going to see these shit and really think these shit are real, yo. Yeah, mm. like we just did. <laughs> Yeah, we in the future yeah. now. In the now. future, we gonna be like we're gonna be gone, and this shit is gonna be left. Yeah, and motherfuckers are really gonna think this shit, yo. God, How's man. lean? Has anybody here tried lean before? Mm. Nobody. No. Let's pay some. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? Why are we getting all quiet? Because you hit me with a lean one earlier. I don't know if this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't know. He was drinking lean in the in the AI pictures. Yeah, I saw that. So, and and I've heard of lean, and everybody nah, seems to tell me it's really good, but I've never. You from Philly, and you never had lean, Taylor? No. Really? Philly, don't act like Philly wasn't big on lean. Pancakes and syrup. I only heard about that because of Lil Wayne. I don't know Shit. nobody that had it. Fucking uh, what was Beanie Siegel had a song? What was Beanie Siegel song called? Purple Rain. What was it called? Siegel had a whole song about What's it. What's lean mixed with? Well, I mean, Sprite, codeine, and promethazine, and licodine. It's just like it's like his brain doesn't understand it. It's his it's his brain. I gotta set him up with a few at the beginning of the pod so he can take it and then he gets a smirk too. Like oh, Yo, I'm gonna get him. He's this so time. excited. He's so excited. I've never seen anybody more excited when he thinks he's got it and he's yet to get it. We really need to help him. Oh my god. No, we really need. Yeah, help build, man. Yeah. <laughs> policy genius. Mm -hmm. Salute the policy genius. If you've got loved ones who depend on you, why leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Okay. Life insurance gives your family a safety net that can cover expenses so they won't have to worry about money while getting back on their feet. Let me tell you something about life insurance, man. It is a, it is a necessity. It is a must. I would be telling y'all this if Policy Genius wasn't a sponsor of the Brilliant Idiots podcast. We thank them for sponsoring because I appreciate when we can have sponsors of things that I absolutely believe in, and life insurance is one of them. Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple, and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help talk you through it, okay? Uh, you, know, you know, you don't want to be morbid about these things, but you just never freaking know. And we see so many stories of people who pass away, and they can't even take care of their own funerals, you know. Their families don't get left with anything. Life insurance makes sure that, you know, those things get taken care of. So even if you already have a life insurance, insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. But with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars in coverage. That's right. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes 
from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend uh, one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. Schultz, you want to do Talkspace? Of course. This episode is also brought to you by Talkspace. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful? Of course you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're nervous. Maybe you don't have the time to actually go there and do it. Well, you know what? Talkspace has solved all that. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help that you want easy and accessible and affordable. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Okay, guys, therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope with difficult times and be a guiding light. And as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash idiots. Okay. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash idiots to get $80 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Talkspace.com slash idiots. Now let's get back to the show. Church announcement show, see? Yo, um, United States of America, the Life Tour is coming back home. Okay? Ooh. That's right. We just put shows up for pre-sale right now in Chicago, Boston, and Washington, D.C. What you doing? What kind of build, venues? We're doing a uh, Chicago theater. We're doing the MGM uh, at Fenway in Boston, which is like this new crazy venue that's part of Fenway, the baseball mm -hmm. park. So it's fucking crazy. And then we're doing a Dar Constitutional Hall in Washington, D.C. Okay. So it's fucking sick. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, those are up right now. Pre-sale code is Andrew. Not sure which day this episode is coming out, but go immediately uh, as soon as you see this and go get those tickets if you're in those cities. Uh, very excited to get back to America and, you know. Europe is sold out, right? Yeah, Europe has been incredible, man. Yeah, we added some shows even in Europe. So we're going there. We'll probably be there by the time this episode comes out to Dublin, our first show. And then uh, we added another show in Manchester. And uh, Amsterdam sold out. London sold out. Abu Dhabi sold out, man. So thank you guys so much. And then Australia after that. And then we're coming home. So go to theandrewshows.com. Pre uh, the pre-sale code is Andrew. Get those tickets before they're gone. Cuppy, I told you Cuppy wants to go. She's she's Cuppy. in. Cuppy, you're in. Holler Cuppy at me. me. We'll make she, it happen. She said one of her friends is one of your biggest fans. She has to meet Andrew Schultz. Uh, respect her. She has great taste. <laughs> phenomenal taste. Um, I just want to tell everybody our Thriller Possibility Summit is coming. The second annual Thriller Possibility Summit. That's where the Black Effect, iHeartRadio, we fly 50 HBC, HBCU students to Nashville, Tennessee, and we have, you know, a weekend of panels and mixers for them. And, you know, the people on the panels are people who went to HBCUs who have mm -hmm. gone on in the world to achieve great things. What did you say, Taylor? Yeah, and mentorship. So it's really just bringing HBCU students together and, you know, creating like a, a networking pool 
for them so they can find mentors and other people to network with from other HBCUs. We did it last year in Nashville, doing it again this year in Nashville. Uh, That's in November. So salute to everybody who's registered. We can only pick 50 students, you know what I mean? Because it's not cheap to fly 50 people out and put them in hotel rooms and stuff like that. So 50 is what we can do. So we'll be doing that 50. Um, and we'll see you soon. And I want to tell everybody, uh, download or go listen. I'm sorry. Go listen to Alicia Renee's Unleash for Love, which is available on Audible right now. It's the latest project from uh, myself and Kevin Hart's company, SBH Productions. It stars Alicia Renee and Pretty V and Logan Browning. It's a romantic scripted comedy. Jess Hilarious is on it. Uh, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy play Alicia's uh, parents. So make sure you check that out and leave a rating and a review. Thank you to everybody who's been doing that. And go pre-order my guy's book, Doug Melville, uh, Invisible Generals. That's the next release on my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing, through Simon & Schuster, which is coming out November 7th, Veterans Day. Um, Yeah, go get that. It tells the story of um, uh, 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 a, a World War general and his son who were like the first first members of the Tuskegee Airmen, if I'm remembering that correctly. Oh, far. Yeah. So make sure you go check that out. It's in stores November 7th, but you can pre-order that now. Now let's get back to the show. Um, Man, school me on this, man. Talk to me. What is going on in Israel? Because I see everybody trying to politicize this, and I see people taking sides. All I see is people getting killed. I see children getting killed. I see bodies you know, being carried to the street. What is there to do but offer prayers? Here's the thing. You, My we need, God. We need somebody way smarter than than me, way smarter than anybody in this room to explain this entire situation. Damn, Chris. Chris is sitting there. Sorry, man. Chris is really smart. Maybe he knows everything that's going on. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Do you feel confident to talk about it? Talk you're, to us, Chris. A brave man, my boy. Well, Chris is also Jewish. What does that mean? He knows what's going on. <laughs> um, I actually, Chris is the first person I hit. I, I say hit, I hit, send Chris the article, and I'm like, what are the, the global ramifications of this? Well, the global ramifications are different. I think that you hit it on the head right here. Is There's a weird thing that's happening right now, and it's very confusing, where mm-hmm. there, there seems to be a, a celebration of people that have been massacred murdered children that have been murdered women why in i mean like innocent individuals whenever innocent people are killed this is nothing to celebrate nothing to be happy about um yeah it's incredibly tragic and sad whether that's on the israeli side or the palestinian side as lord knows it has happened on on both sides and it's disgusting in both ways but i don't understand what's going on where people feel like this is something that they should celebrate. This is something we should be disgusted by as human beings. You never want to see innocent life taken, especially children. And then there's this weird justification that's being used, which is the occupation in uh, of, of, of Palestine, obviously, which is a horrendous, horrible thing. But killing a seven-year-old, like a seven-year-old has nothing to do with that occupation. A seven-year-old doesn't sure. even know what the fuck occupation is. You have people's lives who are being taken from them that have no fucking clue what this occupation is. So you cannot celebrate that. You cannot put that responsibility on them. It's like the seven-year-old is the casualty of a war that's been going on way Yeah, and there's going to be more casualties alive. on the other side, way more on the other side, which is fucking tragic and disgusting and horrible. And anytime these innocent people on both sides are killed, it is disgusting. So there's this weird, like, celebration 
around this that is incredibly uncomfortable for me. I think that we should all be saddened by this. When a fucking Ukrainian, an innocent Ukrainian dies, we should be sad. When an innocent Russian dies, we should be sad. When an innocent Iraqi dies because we went in there for fucking weapons of mass destruction, we should be embarrassed, we should be sad, we should be heartbroken. There are innocent children here being killed and you see it every single day. You go on social media and for some reason there's people could you explain it to those it and being a, yeah just, could could you explain it to those people basically like would you you didn't would you celebrate if 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 other people in another country were celebrating 9/11 exactly if you was just watching the news yeah. and you saw these planes run into the towers and you yeah. saw all of these p- innocent people running and you know trying to you know go for cover and I you think, saw people jumping yeah. out of buildings dying how do you not have no empathy for that? And then I can imagine what Jewish people are going through right now where they're just like, we're sitting there like, why are people happy that this happened? I don't get it. Now, I also, I understand what's going on on the Palestinian side where they're, they're like, oh, now you talk about it. You know, when our kids have been killed, when our kids have died and are innocent, nobody talks about it. Now you're talking about it. So I, I understand their frustration with that. I understand their frustration for the occupation. I understand their frustration for the situation that is Gaza and the West Bank right now. It's fucking heartbreaking. Now, I thought they was at war for 75 years. I thought they've been at war. Yes, yes. 100%. So, 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 Chris, this is what I need you to explain to me. Oh, what? but just, just real quick, okay. just real quick. So I also think that there is this, this side, there's also, okay, while there's, while there are people that are celebrating what just happened, right? On one side, there are also people that are completely ignoring the circumstances that have led to something like this, right? It doesn't justify it at all. There's no justification for killing innocents. There's no justification for murdering children. Never, never, none. Case closed. I agree. None. With you. Okay. That being said, to ignore the situations that cause these types of things to pop up is also willfully ignorant. You mean they ignore the last 75 years? No, nobody's ignoring it, but they're oh. pretending like this is an isolated incident. Like, how the hell could this happen? And it's like, it should never happen. There's no justification, right? Ever. There's none for what happened. But to ignore the course of events that led to this is also unfair. So I'm like so confused by the reaction to this, but I imagine there's just so much anger and vitriol on both sides because of what they've both experienced, the members of their family that they both lost. It's fucking painful and heartbreaking. But you would hope that you could go on fucking Instagram and not see celebrations of kids that have been, of situations that have murdered kids for both sides. I don't want to see either side celebrating. That's I think that's co- bare minimum as humans. We could just not do that today. That's what's confusing to me because if this has been going on for 75 years and then this happens and then I saw Israel declare war, I'm like, well, I thought they was already at war. Yeah, but I guess maybe, I don't know. Now, you want to you wanna fill us in? Well, I mean, I, I would start by saying that I agree with Andrew with what you just said. I mean, I think one of the most kind of dangerous things about this moment is I'm seeing a lot of people basically saying, you have to pick a side. Why? There is no middle. And I'm here to tell you, I'm in the middle, right? Like, it's yeah. it's very dangerous to say that, like, you're either on this side of it or that side of it. Well, well, well but middle is weird, right? It's well, like, okay, maybe middle's the wrong word. Yeah, because I think middle is, is where you, it seems like you're okay what Hamas just did. No, of course not. I mean, I... What I'll, Hamas just did is horrendous crime against humanity. Cannot do it. It's right? all, all I know you, is I'm you, watching the TV you, on mute. Yeah. And all I see is bloodshed and murder. I don't know who's who. Never right? justified. I'm just, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is fucked up. Never justified. And then somebody says, this is happening in Israel. That's fucked up. This is happening in Palestine. That's it's, fucked it's up. It's all fucked up. And the, I think the danger is this brings out the most tribal instincts in people. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. Look, I've, you know, 
I've always considered what's happening to the Palestinian people to be a form of occupation or even apartheid it, in the most. It extreme. is. It's yeah, not even a form. Like, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I've always felt that way, and even when, which is tragic, which is tragic, and it makes me very uncomfortable to be associated with that as Jew. I mean, one of the reasons I've never gone to Israel is I feel uncomfortable about the situation. And to keep in mind, it yeah. is there are a lot of Jews that share your sentiments about sure. this in Israel. There sure. are Jews that do not. Oh, Israel was a fractured society up until this weekend. I think, you, and I think that's wh- what, wh- why. Because basically, I mean, not to get too into the specifics, but the cur- current government, Netanyahu's government, is very right wing and has really doubled down on the far right, what I'll call extremists in the Israeli population. And the left, there's a fight over the judiciary, but it's really more like the struggle of the left versus the right. And the, there's. And there's. Jews I mean, are like, we don't want that. We, we don't, don't want, want that. I mean, you know, war. we don't want this. I mean, we were talking about it within the context of Drake earlier, but like, I feel that contrarian impulse as an American Jew, because I feel that if every Jew in America just kind of says we support Israel a thousand percent, that's dangerous because the people running Israel are humans. and They make mistakes and they institute bad policies. And there has to be a voice within the Jewish community yeah, that's pushing back at times against it. And I think that's healthy for Jews. I don't think that's a self-hating Jew or anti-Semitic. I think that's part of a natural balance of things. No, I think you can be critical of your governments. People are not their right. governments. I'm critical of so much sure. shit that the American government is doing right now. That's the beauty of America. Exactly. And but, it had been the beauty of Israel. So, okay. so I think the tricky thing, obviously, when you're talking about Israel specifically, is they're like, do you support Israel? The knee-jerk reaction, obviously, for Jewish people right. is, do I support a Jewish homeland? They go, well, yes, but do you support Israel can also come with every foreign policy that's sure. attached to it. Do I support America? Do you know someone who loves America more than me? Yeah, no. but, but you may not agree with America's current right. administration. You I, might not agree I, with America's current policies. By supporting America, yeah. I'm holding it accountable. You don't Absolutely. support America if you're not holding it accountable. That's, if America is falling or failing right. the values that it's supposed to uphold, then you're not supporting America. You're supporting this bastardized version of itself. Right. I don't support that. Mm-hmm. I support the dope shit about America. And American democracy. Absolutely. They gave us a constitution and said, this is what it is. And it better work for everybody. That's right. And if it doesn't, I'm vexed. That's right. So I, I can see that there is somebody that believes that there is a Jewish homeland, believes in the state, but is also critical of what is going on right now in Gaza, what has been going on in the West Bank. Sure. And all of my friends that are Jewish or Israeli have that sentiment. What happens is once war, once there's a bomb drop, it once changes. there's family members that are murdered, it's it's like, it's it's tribal, like you said. It's the I second feel- we're attacked, we, like let's say me and Alex on the street, second somebody punches one of it, it's not like, well, what led to this? It's, but that's no, right. it's go time. But that's like, right, though. I think human nature, if that's, that's, that's your natural human reaction. Yes. That's right. Yes. Who wouldn't be like that? I mean, I, look, I can walk you through my reaction on Saturday. Talk right? to me. I woke up. Uh, unprecedented, uh, you know, missile strikes from Gaza. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, well, this is what is going to happen when you have people locked into a situation like this. This is inevitable. And that's my knee-jerk reaction, right? Then I start seeing the footage, the images of the AK-47s in the mouths of someone who looks like my grandmother. The kids, well, my, my cousin's in Israel with his family, right? The, the family slaughtered that look exactly like my cousins. You, you can go on and on. I, I, saw, re- I, saw, I saw them parading this woman's body. Yeah, but, you know, know young girls that look like my that. nieces and nephews, you know, clearly being abused. And, you know, I'm ready to join the fucking IDF yeah, at exactly. that moment. 
like I'm like, let's go. And it's a very dangerous moment because of that, because even someone like myself, who who's always been, you know, way to the far of one extreme on that now feels like I got to I got to defend. I got to fight. And you don't it's life or death. And in life or death, you can't be rational. You have to do it right. to survive. So you, there's it don't no matter time. who's right or who's wrong when you're trying to survive. It's life or death. Straight up. It don't matter, you know, who started what, how it started. No. When you're trying to survive in that moment, let's go. Exactly. But, survive. but then the rational part of me has to step back and say, this is a life or death moment. How did we get to this life or but death that's, moment? But that's a privilege of being in New York. Sure. Yeah, but like, that's also a choice. It's not just a privilege. Sure, it's sure, a choice. Sure. I, I, guess I wanted to go live on a kibbutz in Israel after I graduated college, and I yeah. decided not to because of this reason. Yep. I was like, I don't want to get caught up in this shit. And maybe that's a privilege to the, live in America. And, you know. And to what you were saying also about, like, the emotion that, that, that goes through in these moments where you're not able to add context to the situation, it just further drives the rift, right? Right. So it's like now they're can't even be a situation where people are coming to the table and there's this negotiation, there's this conversation. I mean, to be fair, there's no negotiating with Hamas. Hamas has one clear goal. They're like, no, no, Jews. no. So the, it's like, you, I feel bad for the people because, because they are being, under Hamas as they're well. being manipulated by forces. The far right in Israel manipulates the Israeli people, Hamas, which I guess you could call far right in uh, Palestine and Gaza and what have you like, you know, I can't speak and it's, for... And it's easy for Hamas to manipulate the people within Gaza because of the dire circumstances sure. that they're living in. I, the more the more difficult your circumstances, the easier it is to motivate you for something better, yeah. right? I mean, like... Like, I don't see how, as a human being, you can't put yourself in those shoes and be like, that's fucked up. Yeah, man, this is just so tragic. I, I it's think, just so tragic. I think the moral of the story... Well, I don't know if there's a moral to the story, but... From an American perspective, just from a people's perspective, I'm really talking about social media right now. You don't have to have an opinion on this. You don't have to I can't watch plant a flag. So you gotta take that down. No. It's okay just to say it's or, tragic and or or you can, or, or you feel can, conflicted and feel sad. I mean that's I think that I think any normal person has multiple opinions about it. Sure. I think a normal person would be like, listen, it's horrendous what the Palestinians have gone through and have to go through, right. right? That's horrendous. And then it is downright disgusting and awful oh to murder God. innocent fucking children on both sides, no matter what. That fucking headline Taylor just put up, I'm like, they, they, they're showing that shit? Yeah. That this, shit says Hamas threatens to kill for every bomb that's dropped. This, yeah, kill somebody for every bomb that's dropping. The girl, they, the girl screaming. Oh my fucking god! This, this is what has so me you really. Can feel, you can feel this is, upset. This the, is the this deal. is the most concerning part. Um, Israel, in particular, doesn't play when it comes to hostages. Or you know, they'll go to the mat even to get the bodies of a soldier who who's gotten killed. The idea that there are 150 Israeli citizens in Gaza right now, and that you know, my concern is not only what happens to these people, but is it broadcast essentially because they've taped a lot of this stuff. Well, it already is, right? Those they're, those they're images outside of the human cost. Those those images, it's it's going to do a lot of damage to a very delicate situation, and that's when I start worrying on a global scale. Like, what what could this turn into? You think people will start doing stuff in America? I'm concerned about that. 
You think Palestinians here will start trying to do stuff to Jewish people? Jewish people here start stuff trying to do Palestinians? I mean, they've already concerned. been fighting, man. Like, you've seen it. I think it was Toronto. You saw it in Toronto, Times Square. I mean, like... it, Israeli uh, tourists were killed in Egypt. Nobody covered it because it's right. lost in this. But an uh, Egyptian Dude, police officer shot up a bus of Israeli tourists the other day. What? Yeah. No, I don't need... Was it a bus or they were on a private tour guide and they shot the tour guide and both of the tourists? I thought they were in the bus, but the pictures made it... I don't know. But suffice to say... They killed a bunch of Israeli tourists. This has the potential to go to a lot of really dangerous and places. And once it starts <sighs> happening in those other places, man, people you can't are... put the lid on it. It's very complicated. You never know where the truth is. You're kind of always in the dark on this. And you're not going to find the truth through war. No. You missed the war. Oh, no. Because right, right now, it's just all about survival. Oh, no. You know what I mean? All right, man. Let's pay some bills, Taylor. Let's pay some bills and reset. Peace to everybody, man. Lord have mercy. Uh, yeah, let's take a break, man. Um, Squarespace. Today's episode is definitely brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, and even your time, okay? Squarespace makes it easy for creators to monetize their content, content and expertise in a way that fits their brand. With member areas, you can unlock a new revenue stream for your business and free up time in your schedule by selling access to gated content like videos, online courses, or newsletters, okay? Create pro-level videos effortlessly. The Squarespace Video Studio app helps you make and share engaging videos to tell you to tell your story, grow your audience, and drive sales. Stand out in any inbox with Squarespace email campaigns. Collect email subscribers and convert them into loyal customers. Start with an email template and customize it by applying your brand ingredients like site colors and logo. Built-in analytics measure the impact of every sin. Use those analytics and insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords and most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash idiot with offer code idiot for 10% off your first purchase. This episode has also been brought to you by Blue Chew, okay? If you want to get to pounding, you know what I mean? If you really want to hear them, is that what Taylor said? It sounds like I wouldn't know. But if you want to hear it, you've got to chew it up. You chew it up, chew it out. Blue Chew, same active ingredients that's inside Viagra Cialis, but this is the chewedest one that we rock with, okay? You're going to get your first month free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Think about that. The best dick you ever given in your life for free, you just go to bluechew.com <laughs> and use the promo code IDIOTS, okay? You get your first month free, just pay $5 shipping. Now let's get back to the show. I saw somebody do a Blue Chew challenge. I don't know what podcast Ain't it no was. Way. I promise you. Somebody popped it. And I, I it was only a, a clip I saw, but somebody popped it. And then I guess they flashed it later in the podcast. And he was just talking. And he was like, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, this shit works. <laughs> I forgot what pod it was. That shit was funny as fuck. Um, Chris Rock yeah. to direct Martin Luther King biopic, Steven Spielberg to produce. Hmm. Now. Universal Pictures is gearing up to tell a definitive cinematic biopic about the life of Martin Luther King Jr. The studio has optioned the rights to adapt Jonathan Eag's critically acclaimed biography, King, A Life. Chris Rock is in final talks to direct and produce, and Steven Spielberg will be executive producer. The film will be produced by Amblin Partners uh, with Christy Mask 
Makaso Krieger serving as producer along with Chris Rock. King of Life has been a big bestseller and has been nominated for the National Book Award. It had been hailed as a definitive biography of the civil rights icon Dr. King for its use of previously untapped sources that include newly declassified FBI information. Let me go on record as saying this is going to be the best Martin Luther King Jr. biopic of all time. Wow. The reason I think it's going to be the best Martin Luther King biopic of all time is because um, Steven Spielberg does amazing work. We know this. Chris Rock. I know y'all look at Chris Rock as a comedian. Chris Rock is one of the smartest people you ever want to meet in your life. And Chris Rock, I believe, is going to tell the story of Martin Luther King Jr. after the I Have a Dream speech. Mm. The more radical version of Martin Luther King Jr. You know what I'm talking mm. about, right, Chris? Right. The more... It's Chris Morrow talking, not Chris Rock. But mm -hmm. the more radical version of Martin Luther King Jr. The anti-Vietnam War, the unite yeah. the people together. The one who people, the one who America didn't like. You know, now I mean, they, they never really liked him. But the one America, the one who, that was so polarizing. Yeah. America didn't like him because they thought he was, you know, uh, you know, what was it, Chris? Uh, I feel like I, I have uh, uh, um, integrated my people into a burning house. That part too. But, that uh, part of the case? I mean, I think it the. They thought he was a communist. Yeah, the reason it became dangerous is because it didn't just become about racial rights. It became about the economy, the economy. and uniting yeah. poor people That's across right. racial lines and, yeah. and, and protesting the war in Vietnam. The real question is who will play Dr. King? It's and we, not Chris Rock. There's someone you know who has stated on record many, many times that his single most burning passion in life is to have this role. Who is it? Tyrese Gibson. He's advocated for playing this role. I can I can guarantee that Chris Rock nor Steven Spielberg are going to cast Tyrese Gibson to play Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I just think Chris did that to bring back the humor because of what we just was talking about. And it no, was, I mean, I've had this discussion with him personally. It's not happening. All right. I have a dream. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you I don't. have a dream no, you today. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. The Tyrese. No, you don't. Of Fast and the Furious fame. No, you don't. And other movies will play the great Martin Luther King. No, he Jr. won't. One day. You, you know, don't me, baby boy Chris, can't play Martin Luther King. I think baby boy could do it. No, Come on, I think baby could. No, I mean, who, who's going to do it? I don't know who's going to do it, but it won't be Chris Rock. I mean, uh, Tyrese Gibson. Channing Tatum. Shut up. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Who would be the best Speaking white guy to play Martin Luther King Jr.? Travis Kelsey. The Snow Yo. Crab King. The Snow <laughs> Crab Leg King, baby. <laughs> All right, King Snow Crab Leg, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> bro, they thought we called it out. King Snow Crab Leg. Did y'all get a message when he hurt his ankle? Yes. They I thought we called that. it out. We called it a concussion, though. Yeah, we called it. I thought we said concussion. We said yeah, we get hurt. Now, nah, fuck it. We yeah. said he was going to yeah. get hurt, yo. We called it. called it. We Taylor called effect. it. Yo, did you hear the conspiracy about Taylor Swift? This is fire. What's the conspiracy? So, Taylor Swift is an environmentalist. She really cares about the environment, and it's one of her causes. Mm -hmm. She also has a private jet that she flies around. Obviously, it's more convenient for someone who's famous as her to fly yeah. private. She can't exactly just shut down an airport. Absolutely. Flight. But she is into the environment while she pl uh, flies private in a private jet. And that is used as a criticism because private jets are going to pollute the environment way more than any straw or plastic does, right? So people are saying uh, that she went to this football game to distract people from her uh, private jet usage. Yeah, but she probably flew a private jet to get there. Wait for it. When you Google, two weeks ago, when you Googled Taylor Swift jet, 
What do you think came Hilarious. up? Hilarious. Now when you Google Taylor Swift jet. Hilarious. Her at the New York Jets game is what comes up. Now, so you can't just go to that game. So, because then people know what she's trying to do. So that she goes to the game before and this game. Go. Taylor's so crazy. What she, what she, what she do? It shouldn't be private jet. She oh said my jet. God. So she's going to go to a 49ers game to disguise her mining interests next? <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's going to actually type private. No, it's just Taylor Swift jet. Exactly. Done. Wow. Done. Oh, Never no, happened. no, no. The, the, the conspiracy theory right. is what come up. Well, that's fire. We on <laughs> it. Well, oh, see, another one, Taylor Swift conspiracy theory goes viral. Same thing. That's what I'm talking about. Did Taylor Swift, Vulture, did Taylor Swift attend the New York Jets game to detract from her private? See? That's that fire. shit don't work. We on that ass, Taylor. <laughs> we on that saying? ass, Taylor. That yeah. shit don't work. Y'all supposed see... to be Swifties, bro? <laughs> I shouldn't have even said yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. God damn it. I, I don't understand why y'all mad at Taylor Swift riding the private jet, man. You wanted to get where she's going swiftly, don't you? Hey! 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 Listen, yeah. um, Alex, did you see your girl did a uh, open letter to black women? Who? Who? My girl, too. Oh, yeah. Kayla Nicole. Yeah, What'd she, she say? She did that at my studio. Man, Get the like, fuck out of here. Pull it up, man. Yeah. That was WTF, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was. She did an open letter to black women and said, can we hear it? Can we play oh, some we of this? Oh, we got to see this. Can we play some of this? She misses that white it's, chocolate. It's beautiful. She misses can that white chocolate. Can we play some of this? Chocolate. But what happened? You think he dickmatized her? Let's hear it. <laughs> Is that the how you say it? Dickmatized? Hypnotized? Oh, dick. Hey guys, Kayla here. It's always been really important for me to use my platform not to create division, but to elevate and unite women, Black women specifically. So I prepared a letter and would like to share it with you today. Dear Black girl, they may call you a traitor for falling in love. You'll hope the ones closest will protect you but you will quickly find out that people don't protect what they don't value. They'll say you're too much, too provocative, too boisterous, too outspoken, and in the same breath tell you that you're not enough, not successful enough, not wholesome enough, maybe not even intelligent enough. They'll say you deserve the backlash and embarrassment because of your blackness, you should have known better. They'll even try to tie your value to your net worth. But black girl, Please remember your value lies elsewhere. Your value is deep within your heart, the way you love, the way you give. Your value is in your resilience, your willingness to forgive. The way you protect what means most to you, even if it hurts you along the way. And the way you stand up for what means most to you, even though they may not ever do the same. Mm. But black girl, Respectfully, let me stop you there because you don't have to participate in this tumultuous, often one-sided journey. Preserve your heart. Even when they try to quantify your character and test your boundaries, you do not have to engage. You do not have to respond because there is power in your silence. And you can use that same power to silence the noise and the self-doubt. Silence the voices within that want you to give in to this demoralizing and antiquated narrative. Tap into that power. Because I know, girl, the rage of the world is loud. But black girl, your God is louder and your tribe is stronger. Your blood runs deeper and is filled with strength. And when you finally find the strength to speak your truth, it is your voice that will help heal. 
Because Black girl, let me tell you, you're not in this alone. And even though sometimes I too ask, why me? I'm reminded that this... All of that for the King Snow Crab Lake? Imagine coming home from a game, you got three concussions, your knee hurts, your ankle hurts. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. But just imagine that. It's all of that for Travis Kelsey? Yep. Because to me, that's not that's not something for all black women. Like she's she should talk to like black women who are in interracial relationships. Hey, direct those questions to Taylor. <laughs> she yeah. started it off that. by saying that. She literally she literally starts it off by saying all the criticism she Poor Travis, yo. Poor Travis. For being a black person. Poor Travis. We a don't black feel, woman who dated a white man. We don't feel bad for Travis. No. I don't I, like I don't understand how is this a, how is this directed towards all black women. Can we just talk Taylor. about Travis for one minute? How was this directed towards all black women? I understand she started off like... This is all about her. the King Snow Crab Lake. Oh. Yes, it is. You can relate to other stuff. It, sure you can. But this is because of the backlash she's receiving because she used to be Travis Kelsey's ex. I'm sorry. So, she, well, why, well, so, so she, what, though? Sorry, well, because of the backlash. You so she can't you, respond? We got you, dogs. Over the King Snow Crab Lake? She was getting Don't make it all about black women. By your Swifty. Who? Yep. Kayla. She was the one that was talking shit first. Okay. How? Hey. She said, oh, he cheated on me, da 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 da. He's just trying to not When did she ever speak Listen, out about him? She did. When she she immediately when? spoke she out. She absolutely did. When? I didn't see that. She, 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 oh, she absolutely did. I didn't. Oh, stop. She absolutely did. No, I didn't see that. Of I didn't see that. Did. You're talking about another black girl he dated, not her. No, she didn't. Kayla Nicole. What are you talking about? No, she is beautiful. Probably. Oh, is Taylor beautiful? Nicole said oh that God. Travis Kelsey is a, is a cheater. No, she and didn't. She did. She did. Google it. Now, I want... Bet every bit, bit bet of money in your pocket. Bet everything. Google Kayla Nicole speaks out against Travis Kelsey. Bet. Who talk to us about Taylor Swift? Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swifties over here. Gang, gang. It was probably y'all friend that spoke out. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, chill out. Chill out. Google nah, Kayla Nicole. Black girl, she did. How many of these poems do you think Travis had to listen to, yo? Son, you are. Oh, it's about. <laughs> hey, no, I'll pull it up on the screen so we can see it. It's about what she just did. What we just watched. No, no that's a lie. No, you looking up the new new Google? <laughs> you gotta did. look up the old no. old. Go, go, no, see, Kayla Nicole says Travis Kelsey cheater. Pull that up. Oh my god. Kayla Nicole says Travis Kelsey is a cheater. You can, you're not even spelling right. Now. She even we, we me and Taylor talked about this. Lena. <laughs> <laughs> says Travis Kelsey is a cheater. Yes, and a narcissist. That too. That wasn't her. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Go, go to the headlines. Okay. It was never cheating. It was cheat. Yes, Travis Kelsey accused for, of, of cheating for a month. Oh, wow. By ex, Click on yeah, it. Yeah, by ex who? Hey, Nicole! No. Yup. Oh, my no, God. Yup. No, it's not. Yup. He's got Travis Kelsey they focus on cheating such, for a month by ex-girlfriend and dating little show things, winner. Man. Yeah, dating show winner. Oh she's not yep. off. She's yep. not on that. Yep. Kayla Nicole! His relationship with fashion influencer and journalist Kayla Nicole. But she wasn't on the show. Am I on drugs? Hold on one second. Travis Kelsey was accused of cheating in 2017. By ex-girlfriend Maya Bam. Exactly. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yo, y'all know the girlfriends are crazy. About? I be trying to... No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. get mad. You don't got that same energy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look how embarrassing he is right now. No, no, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. 
Y'all gotta listen. Y'all gotta listen. Hold on. No, I wanna apologize. No, no, no. I wanna apologize first. A white man is speaking. A white man is speaking. A white man is speaking. You know the problem? I need to be listened to. No, Charlamagne, do not do that. Do not do that. Don't try to turn it because you got caught lying. You know the you know the problem with this? What? You know the problem with this? This is the problem. You know the problem? This is the problem. Y'all believe in me when I tell y'all that I be lying. I believe believe. I knew it wasn't Every time. I knew it wasn't The whole time I knew it was I wanted to make sure y'all knew what y'all were Excuse me, listeners. Excuse me, listeners. If y'all run it back, y'all can hear me and Alex both saying that. Our listeners don't hear that. Our listeners definitely don't hear that. Our listeners just heard me. Charlie, where's our apology? Just apologize. A black girl just spoke talking about how we get fucking unvalued. And everything I ne- else, I would and never, you just can't yeah. apologize. I would never apologize for something as trivial as trivial. We don't up- uplift black women anymore in this podcast. Right. That's crazy. No, Listen, That's I'm all about crazy, uplifting yo. black women, but That's crazy, Dr. Umar Charlotte. Johnson needed to proofread that fucking open letter. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dr. Umar Johnson needed to proofread that open letter and tell Kayla Nicole, nah. "Don't make this about all black women." That was right, beautiful. though. This that is about beautiful. black women. This is for colored girls yep. who like to date white men. Yup. This, wow. this is the message. Yo, wow, that's crazy. Yo, it's the truth. It's the truth. I understand it where it sparked from, but it at is the same truth. time, that's why I say you can this take that. Truth. That is so different. true. Crazy. You wouldn't know. You never dated a white guy. This you is never not dated about a white guy. This is not about you. By the way, black though. women, I want to say this to black women. You can be all that without dating the King Snow Crab Lake. <laughs> all of that stuff Kayla Nicole yes, was talking about, can. that is you. But you don't have to date a King Snow Crab Leg and get attacked by Swifties to realize that about yourself. I want to uh, be. Don't do that. That's not what she realized about herself and everything. Whoa, so whoa, why whoa, she didn't do an open letter like that before? She had. She didn't have to do open letter, but don't. Well, you were about to say she has. No, I was gonna say that she has a spoke about her blackness, though. I I'm sure her. she has, and I salute Kayla Nicole for that. You've never been with a white guy. You don't know what we do. You gonna have to write poetry after this. You're so... That's weird. the only way you can handle all the emotions. This is Zach. What y'all doing exactly what she's talking about? Yep. What do you mean? Exactly. I feel like y'all are gaslighting us. This is a shame, bro. <laughs> y'all never shame. dated a white girl. I still think Kayla Nicole said that. She did. No, she did. Google, Google, say it. Google it again. Yo, yo, Google it again. Why would you Google it one more time. Google it one more time. It was not her. Y'all, y'all need to Google it one more time. Oh, my Google God. Then you just, wait, time out. Then you just tell us, and this is your fault because y'all wanted to believe what, what I was we, saying. Why can't we dig a little why? more? Why? No, so you can just point our fingers again and be like, see, stop, stop be, listening to us. But y'all will be double right. Why can't we dig a little more? You still even, no, first of all, first of all, you didn't even Admit, you didn't even admit more. that you were wrong. Da, 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 da. Why do I That's have to admit that I was argument. wrong? I gotta start using that. Why argument. not? Da, 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 da. Why? <laughs> no, that's a fire <laughs> argument. Why do I have to admit that's I was my wrong? New shit. When the cameras are rolling, that's my the microphones new shit. are on. I mean, why do I gotta admit I'm wrong? The cameras are rolling, the microphones are on. I think you should apologize to a black woman in this room. You should. Yeah. You should apologize to a black woman. You were yelling at me. You were yelling at me. I was yelling at you and Alex. Y'all need to apologize Alex, to black women. I apologize you know what? for yelling at Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, <laughs> I want you. Can you, can you accept my apology for yo. yelling at Taylor? Thank you, Alex. There we go. That's a hater. Thank you, Alex. I'm about to replay, you, I'm I'm about to replay you, this. Can you play Kayla? No, for real. Google Kayla Nicole. Google, just Google no. it. Because she didn't fucking say it. I think she did. No, she didn't. One more time. Why do you not want to believe a black woman? 
Yo, yeah. I'm not for this. What happened to believe black women? I'm not for this. I believe her. I believe every word she said. I believe she said it. But I'm not, I'm, I don't like that the root <laughs> yeah. of this is the King Snow Crab Lake. Me neither. This guy's crazy. Think about yo, it, yo. Ask an idiot. Think about it, yo. Crazy. I didn't know this was happening either. Kayla Nicole doesn't deserve hate. But I do vividly remember how she made shady comments towards Sierra and Russell Wilson. Ooh. Saying they seem fake within their marriage. Sierra oh, wow. When? Married today. Oh, wow. When? That's fake. I don't know. I'm just reading Twitter. That's fake. This is, this is crazy. Scroll up one more. Yeah, no, we're I'm, done. Yeah, because Taylor thought she had a whole 100% majority. No, nah, <laughs> she didn't yeah, know. This is Twitter, though. I'm just looking at her. There's a civil war going on social media about this. I didn't either, by the way. I just got sent that one tweet earlier. <laughs> 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 I, just, I, I just got sent that Wallow one tweet. Wallow pens a letter to the hip-hop community. Wallow's absolutely right. Salute my guy, Wallow. Okay, salute the Wallow. Philadelphia's finest, man. Love that brother. One of the uh, best motherfuckers representations in the culture we got. Love that man. Let's do some Asking Idiots, Taylor. Okay. Nope. Okay. Have you spit in a girl's mouth before? Have I spit in a girl's mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ew. What? <laughs> That's that disgusting. Gross? I did that shit after you did like Kevin moment. Gates. Say again. You did like Kevin Gates. Hell yeah. That's disgusting. I have to pee so bad. Let's do two. Ask an idiot. I got to pee too. Go. You want to pee? And then no, go. no. Let's let's, okay. let's do it because I got to. Focused Polak. Oh Jesus! Wow. I don't think you can even say that. That's <laughs> like a racial term for Polish people. It is. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, is self care just narcissism rebranded? That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard no, in my life, no, folks. No, 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 no. Self-care is self-care. Narcissism is narcissism. Yeah, Everybody deserves some self-care. Absolutely. Take care of your motherfucking self. Go get your motherfucking, you know, go get you a pedicure. Go get you a manicure. Go get you a massage. Yeah. You know, go do some meditation. You know what I mean? I mean, narcissists definitely take advantage of self-care for sure, but it's not narcissism rebranded. It is absolutely not narcissism rebranded. Um, Scroll up. Andrew's dick is bulging. Bulging right now. It's going crazy. Uh, I think it's going crazy right now. Milky Nine says, what motivates you to continue success after accomplishing big goals? Um, I think it's about the art. I think if, if it's just about the goals, and like meaning like making money or these types of things, then I think you lose focus on the art. But if you focus on the art and want to get better at it and improve it and challenge yourself, then that's the ultimate goal. So focusing on the art, getting better. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Because, you know, once you accomplish something, you know, the 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 the, the accomplishment is one aspect of it. Mm. The maintaining of it is another. And that's why, you know, when we have these conversations about the Drakes and the LeBrons and whoever, or even the Michael Jordans, the Jay-Zs, what we respect about these guys more than anything is the 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 longevity and the consistent domination. Mm. You know what I mean? And even if, you know, in their later years, you know, they're not putting up the points that they used to. You still can't take away who they are, mm -hmm. what they did, and they're still winning. Like, mm -hmm. all of these people that we're talking about are still winning. They're just winning in different ways. Jay-Z wins in a different way. He's not the guy that's just in the booth rapping anymore or putting out artists. He's doing other things. You know, LeBron's still on the court, mm -hmm. but I think one of the reasons that we talk so much about LeBron's off-the-court accomplishments is because we're intrigued by the fact this guy's been playing so long and has accomplished so much yep. off the court. Drake, He's still playing. The reason Drake can still have all of this conversation around his name and everybody's still talking about him and stuff like that is because we're paying attention right. to him now. You know how hard it is to get people to pay attention to you after 13 years doing one thing? Almost impossible. Almost motherfucking impossible. Same thing with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, 
we we watch his highlights and we're in awe. Mm-hmm. He's still the bar for every basketball player, Absolutely. and his business moves are unprecedented. So you know they've accomplished numerous goals, and they just keep moving. So I re- I respect it. To me, after like the long story short, after you accomplish your goal, you know the longevity and consistency of how long you can be great is what I what I salute. Absolutely. Well, let's Amen. do this last one. It's nineteen ninety. What's the name of 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 Charla and Andrew's TV show? It's nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. Martin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Chips. Ooh. Ooh. It might be brilliant idiots. You can't see that? Is it nineteen ninety? Oh, I thought they're like Man, you make up a name. Oh, I thought it's like saying. what show would we be characters on or what oh. would be our show? No, what's the name of our show? Yeah. Oh. Why do you say chips? Oh, because I, I was thinking black and white, but they weren't black and white actually. No, Mexi. Mexican and white? Yeah. All right, no, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Um nineteen ninety. What is the name of our TV show? What was happening in the nineties though? Would it be Lies Matter? <laughs> queers? Ooh, queers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows you're gay. Dun, 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 dun. And they're always glad you're gay. Dun, dun, dun. You want to be with it. <laughs> I want to be. You want to be where people see buttholes are all the same. <laughs> you want to go where everybody knows you're gay. <laughs> Queer, filmed in front of a live studio audience. That's all we If you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. But if you think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace.